Hey, it's Todd coming from the uh, Verona Sports Library, doing uh, a sports review on the 90, 94 Rose Bowl, and um, I'll give you some facts leading up to the game and how I felt and what I was what I was thinking because uh, you know it's, this is quite a year for the Badgers. Because and, and I'll tell you, it, it was with the May the 80th Rose Bowl, and uh, you know it was it was enormous around here. You know, everything was covered with badger, 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 red and white. And part of the reason was because they hadn't been to Rose Bowl in 30 years. And the Rose Bowl that they were in 30 years ago, they were losing to USC, Prima Donnas, um, losing them 42-14. to and this is the uh, 63 Rose Bowl, and they came back behind, the Badgers came back behind Ron Vanderkellen and Pat Richter, uh, Louie Holland, and they came back to uh, narrow the margin. And, you know, Vanderkellen was, was, a, was a decent quarterback. He wasn't great or nothing, but Richter was, Richter was solid. He, they both those had NBA, NFL uh, NFL careers, Vanderkellen didn't play a whole, whole lot, but uh, Richter spent like about seven years in the pros. And, <clears throat> so anyways, what happened was that uh, they, the Fedge lost 42-37, to but it was the rally, and it was the underdog, and it was the, uh, that, the underdog Badgers were more famous than uh, USC because <laughs> I don't know, I think they, uh, what happened was there's a lot of times that in a game that had been tied, you know, and, and this time it was the uh, it was the tide was going off for the Badgers, and you know it it comes down to the fact that when you lose forty two to thirty seven after trailing forty two to fourteen, you be, everybody loves the underdog, and everybody's rooting for the for the Badgers to score to take the lead and win the game. Um, you know, USC is a uh, USC is a city that is it's from a, it's from Los they're in Los Angeles, so they're really close to the Rose Bowl and in Pasadena. The thing was is that you know whenever there's a Big Ten game, a Big Ten team that goes out to play them, it's like a home game for the for the Pac Ten, for the Pac Ten either UCLA or USC. You know, and that, that's what kind of that that. That is what gets the ire of every Big Ten fan is that they can't, they have to go out there to play them. You know, it's a monumental game a lot of times just for the, uh, you know, especially back in the, back in, you know, back up until the playoff system kicked in for the NCAA. You know, it was a, they're always going to be underdogs, the Big Ten. But the thing was, was that, what happened was, you know, it's always, you know, most of the time it's, it's a very, both teams are very highly ranked is what I'm trying to say. You know, it's like number one versus number two. So many times that's happened, you know, and, and the fact is, is that who, uh, who becomes up with this stuff and they try to, they have to beat, they have to beat the officials. They have to beat the team, USC. They have to beat the, the, uh, the momentum and the fans of USC, 
you see like Ohio State, Michigan, for uh, all the 70s. And uh, if one wasn't in it, the other was. And the problem was, was that, you know, all they had great teams, but like I said, you know, when it's cold and it's 20 degrees back here in, in the Midwest, it's difficult to go to Los Angeles because, for one thing, it's too nice out there and you lose your freaking mind. You got all these little pretty girls running around, you know, and scantily bikinis if you go to the beach. And, uh, you can remember these guys were like, these guys were like, uh, 18, 19, 20 years old, you know? So the hormones, the hormones checked in, you know how that goes. But anyways, what happened was that, uh, it was hard to concentrate on football. And, you know, and that's the thing. So what led up to this game for the bad, the Badger uh, UCLA game in 1994 Rose Bowl was that... Uh, It was an incredible, incredible season. I think UCLA had three losses, and the Badgers finished in uh, one loss and one tie. And what I remember the most is going to a, uh, they opened with UNLV, with, uh, they opened UNLV, with a UNLV at the uh, Camp Randall. And Badgers put a pretty good pounding them. I think they, you know, I think they won by like eighteen points or something like that. But I just remember they were, uh, they're. <laughs> I just remember how UNLV was such a bunch of hot dogs that I remember the guy doing the uh, doing the pistols after he scored to make it twenty eight to ten. <laughs> you know, this is what uh, this is what we were watching, and from all the you know from all the angles that we saw, or these teams are just. You know, especially out west, we're loaded with hot shots. And, um, you know, and from, you know, the Badgers had the share of arrogance too, but these guys were just, you look at these guys like they're on the offensive line panels, Stark and uh, Joe Rudolph. All these guys were, you know, they're, they're hard nosed, hard nosed in your face. They're going to scrap. Scratch, bite for every yard they could get, and you know it, it was fun to watch because it, it, it was just so competitive. They were so competitive and scrappy, you know. And it, there really wasn't nothing. There, there really was not a much, you know. And Brett Moss, same way. That's what they called him. The they called him the Alley Cat. Because he loved to he loved to take on a defensive pro there and carry him for three or four yards, and run right through him. And uh, Elvis said that was the Brett Moss was the back that he loved to have on third and short every time, because he was going to pick that first down up. Um, but what happened too was the fact that I'm going to be switching back and forth. Sorry, just my mind the way it works. I just remember that uh, you know they were all. It was it was a fired up fired up in nineteen ninety two too, and they thought they were going we were going to go to a bro, the Badgers were going to go to a uh, bowl game. Um, I'm going to refer to the bad may refer to the Badgers as we because reality was that we were all part of it the state, 
the fans. It's always we we were fans. I mean, this is this is a we thing, and um, that was the thing is is that you know there's there's such a they're going into that season they they had one they done really they done pretty well. I think they're I think they're going for they think we're five and six or something like that or anyways. Jason Burns was playing against Northwestern, unfortunately. And he uh, he fumbled the ball, and uh, Northwestern recovered to end the game. And you know, unfortunately, Burns looks like he's going to be a really good player too. And you know, that's, that was just it was difficult for that to happen. It was difficult for to see them go through that. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that happens in sports where you think, man, if this only happened, this would have happened. You know, and it was not, it was just an obstacle that got in the way and they couldn't get over it. Uh, I was referred to as a 1960 NFL playoff game between the Packers and the Eagles. And, you know, as Lombardi said, the clock just ran out because the Packers were driving. They were getting down to the point where they're going to score. And they actually, and they, uh, they, they, they held on to, held on to Jim Taylor. So he couldn't get off the ground so the clock ran out. And that's just one of those things in sports that we we see and you wonder why this happened, how this happened, and uh, you know, what would have happened. So anyways, what the badges were doing and getting by in uh nineteen sixty or nineteen uh, ninety ninety three was the year was they were tough. They were gritty. I remember they played Indiana in the first in the first Big Ten game. Well, actually, I'm I'm gonna, gonna slide back again. They played SMU at SMU and were losing in the third quarter. I believe they were losing by like I believe they were losing by ten points. And I believe it was like let's see, it was like twenty to thirteen, something like that. Anyways, what happened was they're losing, okay? And they rallied back just win the game. It just seems to give the uh give that uh a boost. A boost to be the uh get the, have the momentum going into the next game, which was Indiana. The first Indiana game and you know, it's Indiana's never been a powerhouse except for in the late sixties. But they had a decent team. I believe Trent Green is playing quarterback. Um, seemed like, you know, and, and what happened was they unleashed, they unleashed the run, and they just, down, Badgers just dominated them. Uh, Terrell Fletcher got going, and Moss, and I believe they're both over 100 yards. The, uh, you know, there's, there's not much of a passing game that goes into that. You know, when you're getting five, six yards every time they run the ball, the offensive line just moving them back. Moving them off the ball, and um, you know when you got three yard run into the uh, into a guy into the pile, and you got Brent Moss running, he's going to make another three or four yards because he's going to carry them. He's going to fight, and uh, you know I'm just going to say this too. I'm going to go. I say it's sad to know that Brent Moss just passed away, and I'm not really. I was looking on the internet trying to find something that. 
said what he passed away from, but they said it was an illness or something like that. But um, he was a he was fantastic, and I guess he was a fantastic guy too. I never met him, but from what people have been telling me that he was a uh, he was a good guy, and he had problems with drugs, and so did I, you know. But uh, he's he was going into recovery, and I did too. And you know, it's it's just it's one of those things that creeps up on you, and you still get a label on somebody, and that's the unfortunate part. I don't care what people talk about me, but I care about what other people think about other people. <laughs> but that was the thing was, is that, you know, it's, you know, and, and I'm going to tell you, say that, you know, up to the Indiana game, why it was so important was the, uh, the, you know, about the Jason Burns thing, but the, uh, Elvis came in, and I believe it was 1990, was his first year. But before that, a guy named Age Sponberg was trying to be the athletic department director. He ran the uh, he ran the the money. He ran he ran the whole system right into the ground, right into the red. I know Rick Taylor. Rick Taylor's got a book out there called "In the Red." I've read, and you know, it, it, it was just so it was so morbid, you know. Um, and we all remember it, the, the great Don Morton, and uh, I say that tongue-in-cheek. I was just jo- joking, but the thing was is that people wouldn't want to go to the games back then. They would take they would take the tickets and put them underneath the underneath windshield wipers they went along the cars because they had no... They wanted to just go to the tailgate party and not go to the game because, you know, I mean, they were just getting torn apart back then. You know, like... I believe they they uh, the the big big season back then was I think they're three and eight, um, but that to me that is a uh, not a very good record. But I remember too they had crappy uniforms too, and and uh, unfortunately you know some of the guys that were on that team just didn't have the talent, obviously, and. Uh, they also didn't have a good head coach. And, you know, what's funny was that I don't have a look at the assistants back then, but, you know, Lovey Smith was on that on that first staff from Morton. And uh, so anyways, I'm not going to talk too much about that because it's garbage. But uh, so they played Indiana, like I said. They destroyed Indiana. And they were going along real well, like, they had win victories over Purdue and, you know, in games that were just, you know, they, they played well. You know, well, what it came down to, what it came down to is they, had, they played Michigan. And Michigan had, Michigan had some good players. Todd Collins was, was one of them and uh, was the quarterback. And, uh, and what happened was they, the, the Badgers upset them, I believe it was 13 to 10. You know, if my facts are up, I'm really sorry, but uh, the Badgers won a close game, okay? That's what I'm trying to say. But what happened was they, the fans rushed the field, and they uh, there was a big stampede. And unfortunately, the the part of the the uh, that holds the that holds the fans back, the support system that holds the fans back, the support rail broke, and. All the fans just went on the field all at once. And, uh, you know, and, and 
a lady, a lady got trampled, and I remember this because the guy's name was, you never saw him play. He's playing receiver. But he saved this girl's life. He picked her up and carried her. And uh, on his back, you know, just carried her on his shoulders. You know, and we'll never forget that scene. Because that was one of the ugliest, ugliest moments in Badger history after a great upset of Michigan. You know, and it's the thing is, is that, you know, it's, it comes down to the fact is that, you know, you, you look at the guys that were on that team from Michigan, Todd Alexander, Derek, or I'm sorry, Todd Collins, Derek Alexander, Tim Biakabachuka, and, you know, these guys were solid players, great. You know, they were, they were tough. And, uh, for, you know, and the Badgers, I mean, Michigan was a tough team, of course. Always were under Bo Schumbacher. They were tough, and, uh, you know, we enjoyed watching them play. I'm sorry, it would have been Lloyd Carr back then. And uh, he was a hell of a coach, too. But that was the uh, that was the year of the uh, Stampede. You know, and, and I remember that uh, after, I mean, they opened up, opened up a sports bar named Babes back then. And it became a... Uh, it became the place to go to watch the games, and uh, and you know that was the uh, that was the year that uh, that was one of the years that I am fond of and I remember very well. And I remember the good times we had as Badger fans. But the thing too is that you know it's it gets it was such a good time to go watch them. You know to watch the Badgers. That you know I remember going to coaches too and to coaches sports bar too, and that was fun. You know, it's, it wasn't so dangerous back then. Um, yeah, the thing too is that you know, it's when they beat uh, when they came down to play. Uh, they had to, they were playing. They had to play. They played uh, Minnesota, and Daryl Bevel threw I think he threw six interceptions, five or six, and, and they they lost the game to a, you know, to the typical Minnesota Golden Gopher crappy team. And what set them what set them down was that, um, you know that was that was the game that they uh, they blew it. You know they they had they Bevel had like four or four hundred yards passing. Um, and, you know it, it it just gets down to the fact that there was just too much. Uh, too much momentum, and, and it all it all came crashing down, and uh, I, and they had they, that was the uh, that was the problem back then. But uh, that was one that was only one of the uh, first uh, gimmicks or the the loss was one of the only loss of the uh, of the year, and it was one of the most uh, disgusting losses, is what I'm trying to say. And, um, you know, it's just, it can, it's too bad because, you know, I could see the badge going, going, uh, it's going to beat Ohio State, too. Instead, they tied Ohio State. And, uh, you know, they had the game won pretty much. And, uh, I remember they took it, but really quickly took it like about 
80 yards, 80 or 90 yards on the drive, and they uh, torched Donnie Brady for a touchdown. Um, you know, and that was the uh, that was the year of the nobody. It was the year they won it. Obviously, that was the year they played Michigan State. I'm trying to say at the uh, Tokyo Dome in, in Tokyo, Japan, and. I don't know whose idea it was to go to Tokyo. It was probably one of the lousiest ideas. But the Badgers turned it into something good. And, uh, you know, they treated the fans, the, the fans treated the Badgers well. I believe the game was sold out. And um, I'm going to get some facts here. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. I don't remember this stuff. So... Tell him to say that, you know, Brad Childers was an offensive coordinator back then, too, and he was a nightmare. <laughs> he was so conservative. You know, it was it was good for that team, but for the fans, they wanted to see the ball up in the air and have a fun team. But, uh, you know, they, re- they relied on defense and uh, offense and relied on the running game. And that's how they wanted. That's how they won. Who can? And we complained about it, but we <laughs> we can we erosion as they come out and just start throwing the ball, you know, and, and have a big uh, and have a big, big, big year. Um, but that was the uh, that was fun, you know. That was the that was part of the. That's what one of the team was, you know, was the fact that. It was a running team, and they were going to dominate the Lions' scrimmage, even against the big boys. And uh, they came down to play in Ohio State, and they got into a, a hell of a game. And um, they tied them. But I remember uh, Sam Vite going for a... I'm sorry, I'm trying to think. I, I think it was Sam Vite was a kicker, and he was... He got the. He's a punter. I'm sorry, but he, but he, the ball, the, the young, the kicker that was a walk on, he walked on off the soccer team, and uh, finally he made it. He, they found him to be the, uh, to be reliable, as a kicker, and so they found him to be reliable as a kicker. And he uh, he missed. He I'm sorry. He got the ball blocked, and they took it to the uh, and, and that's how they got the tie because the Badgers were driving at the end of the game to win, and uh, they got the he got the ball dropped, and uh, you know once once again, you were hoping they would just be dominant and beat Ohio State. But, you know, we had to have our cake and ice cream, too, I guess. And it was the thing about it. It was, that it was so much fun to watch back then. Because you knew they were going to be in the game. And what happened was, yeah, they were in the game all right, but it was so, so upsetting to see this, to see the, uh, to see what happened with Ohio State. Game and being in a tie. And, you know, remember Big Daddy Wilkerson and, uh, he was one of the guys that Ohio State. He was a mean bastard, and he was, I believe, he was the uh, first overall pick of the next year in the draft. And they had uh, 
It was fun to do because when I think about it, it was the fact that, you know, Ohio State had, you know, they had a good, they had a good running game. They had a decent passing game, but they were slow, they were swapping quarterbacks, whatever, whatever series going back and forth. And um, I'm trying to think of, the, I can't think of the quarterback for him. But anyways, what happened was, like I said before, Danny Brady got towards that on ball, and I believe it was to. Uh, yeah, I believe it was a Terry Gunn. And, you know, if, if my, I'm sorry, if my facts are off, I'm sorry, I apologize. The thing was, was that, you know, it's, it was very difficult back then because of the, uh, of the, we still felt that, still felt that underdog role, and we still we thought we were getting screwed by the referees when things were going wrong, especially against Michigan and Ohio State. And, you know, and that was the, uh, was made the, tea, it was a, it was like a boiling teapot. That was, if it, you know, that was just applying pressure. And it was going to explode. And that's how, that's how excited the Badger fans were back then. And that's what happened with Michigan. You know, it was, that's how ex, the, uh, the tension, the, uh, the pressure, of the game, and it came it came apart because of the uh, fans rushing the field, and people. You know, I don't know how many, quite a few people got hurt too, and you know, thank God nobody died. But what we had to do, what they, what they had was an awesome football team, and it captured the nation, it captured the alumni, it captured the, uh, it definitely captured Madison. Especially when they went into the, uh, they went to Tokyo in the Tokyo Dome, and uh, I was forty-one to twenty. They won, but they had Michigan State had a decent team too. They had Jim Miller playing quarterback, and and uh, he was he was a good quarterback. He went on the NFL. He played for the Bears. Um, he started for the Bears for a few years, and. Our defense and the offense just shut them down. They played so well that night. I remember being I remember it was like 9 o'clock at night in the game. Or I think the game started at 11. Here, 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock p.m. And I remember that game because it was just like Fletcher went nuts. Fletcher had a really good game and he had a couple long runs and obviously Moss is pounding on him. And, um... It was one of the funnest games I've ever, I've ever been a part of, ever watched. Because of the, uh, I believe it was even funner than the Rose Bowl, because of the chance to go to the Rose Bowl, and the, uh, and that's what was making this, this season was the, uh, the chance to go to a Rose Bowl, the chance to play, um, UCLA or USC. You figured it was going to be a team from out west. You figured it was going to be a team from L.A. And, uh, you know, you, you watch the stuff develop. Every week it would go on developing. And um, what made it fun was the fact that, you know, you'd sit there and you wouldn't even watch the UCLA games. You know they're a bunch of freaking hot dogs. Sorry, if I got anybody listening from UCLA, I'm just giving you one money. I'm just giving you my opinion. It seemed like there was a bunch of hot. There were a bunch of hot dogs. I'm not saying every one of those guys was a hot dog, but especially on defense. And uh, you know, and they got they got into a fight. 
Brett Moss was having a wonderful game. He was, he was going to be the MVP. He was going to be MVP of the Rose Bowl. He's also MVP of the Big Ten that year. He was at, he rushed for over 1,600 yards. So, getting that fight, and um, Doremus, the star wide receiver for the Badgers, was kicked out. And it took away the passing game. And so they ganged up on Brent Moss in the running game. And uh, but the Badgers were still able to uh, still able to move the ball. The last touchdown there was for the Badgers was uh, they were winning twenty. They were, I'm sorry, they were winning fourteen to fourteen to ten, I believe it was. And uh, after the it was just after the fight, just after the uh, second half. And um, so what happened was they what happened was they got in that fight and it was this guy's name was Marvin uh, Goodwin, and uh, he, and he got uh, he got he got Lee Durant was throwing out, so that, people were pissed. That was their that was the Badgers' only receiver back then who got a who was a deep threat. Um. The other, uh, the other aspect of that was UCLA was was continuously turning the ball over. They moved the ball up and down the field. Um, you saw uh, JJ Stokes had like fourteen catches for one hundred fifty six yards, and you know he he was phenomenal. He went on to play for the 49ers. He had a pretty decent NFL career, but, you know, it was people expected a lot more out of him. And uh, I believe his calling card was when he, he spit at Bill Romanowski in a game in the pile. And uh, yeah, it might have been the other way, too. But anyways, I remember that uh, there was an exchange of foolish going on in the pile. <laughs> So anyways, I'm getting back to the Rose Bowl. They turned the ball over six times. UCLA did. I think it was like four fumbles and two interceptions or the other way around. What a phenomenal game. You know, and I remember Scott Nelson had a pick and uh, Jeff Messenger. Uh, but the play of the game was when it came down to uh, came down to Daryl Bevel scrambling out of the pocket. Daryl Bevel was slow. He was so slow that we watched the, uh, we could have watched The Simpsons and a show like that. You know, I'm a sitcom. That's how long it took Bevel to reach the end zone. <laughs> I think it was like 16 yards. But I remember the picture of him being on the insert for the, uh, for the Wisconsin State Journal of him making that run. And what a great, great play. It was one of those plays where, you know, you expect Bevel to maybe make a throw, not be, not take the ball and run it into the end zone like that. And um, he was just a delight. You know, he threw for, he only threw for like 96 yards in the whole game. It was different. It was a different game back then. 
You know, UCLA was more fast-paced and, and uh, you know, and the Badger defenders were taught to is to strip the ball. And that's what they did. They had uh, huge turnovers. And a lot of turnovers that year on the opposing team. And this is what just what pretty much just brought the Badgers to the uh, to the brink of uh, you know of going on an undefeated season. They had a lot of fun. You know, Dan Dan McCurney was the defensive coordinator back then. He was so freaking intense. 